Well, hello, friends, and uh, welcome to another episode of Watch This. Uh, this is a podcast where we watch TV shows and movies and talk about them, and we want you to come and hang out with us and talk about the things we talk about. My name is James. And I'm John, and this week we are watching a very, very packed episode of Westworld, season oh, two, man. episode 10, the season finale. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. And so if you haven't watched Westworld, then you shouldn't listen to this. Or maybe you should. I don't I don't know. I wouldn't yeah. suggest it. If you but. want spoilers, if like that's what you're into, then sure. But <laughs> yeah. otherwise, you know, you've been warned there was gonna be a lot of spoilers um, ahead. So, you know, probably Exactly. Probably wise to step away. So, um, John, what what were you thinking when leading into this episode you're nine episodes in of Westworld and what were you what were you hoping for like what were you where were you at when this episode started okay so the big question that I had um the biggest question is how did Bernard get on the beach like what's the deal with him waking up on the beach in episode one um yeah that was to me like the big the big huge question mark yeah I agree. I think we ended last week's podcast saying, with me, my thought was, if they tell me how all of this, if they come full circle, I'll be happy. And um, they definitely did. So, I was happy. (laughs) Yeah. um, It was actually... So, there were some big twists and turns in this episode. Yeah. How many of them did you think you kind of had a grasp on, and were you caught off guard by some of them? The, I wasn't necessarily caught off guard with what happened, but the way that it happened, I was not ready for. So, like, I'm not shocked that, um, you know, Dolores's person left the island, but I didn't think that it would be the way it happened. Sure. And, like, Man in Black, like, I'm not shocked, but it wasn't what I thought. Uh, same thing with Bernard, and, and same thing with Maeve. Like, every storyline, nothing happened that, in essence that was crazy but like but just the way that it did happen um actually kind of blew my mind and so kudos to to jonathan nolan and lisa joy for writing a show that could do what i thought it would do and still shock me simultaneously yeah Yeah, i thought that was really the way they did it i thought was really really cool um there were some neat moments i thought and i guess we'll start diving into them so who do you want to who do you want to go Go through first. Let's, let's do um let's do let's do Dolores and Bernard, uh the their entry into the forge that right. sort of area. So Dolores and Bernard make their way to the forge, and they go inside and see uh, that there's like four million people's records that are sitting on this server basically. The, of everyone that's ever been in the park, four million people, um, and then they go to this control room, and Dolores is kind of telling, you know, they're having a conversation about what this place is, and then they go into the control room and get on these like, um, you know, cyborg machine things that they, that it reminded me of the uh, the guy from Star Trek, like his like, uh, <laughs> oh Jordy, yeah, yeah, Levar Burton. <laughs> Exactly. It Shout reminded out. me of Laura Burton's character, except backwards. You know, they stand in the little thing, and it beams them into the forge. Um, also much less uh, painful than the than the cradle. So. Yeah. The forge <laughs> made the cradle look like a closet. Yeah. It was enormous. 
Yeah. Um, so they go. So they go into the forge and go into the the sort of world of that of the host. You know, simulations that they're running, and we find a really interesting character that we thought we wouldn't get to see again. Yeah. So I, first, you know, to, the way the forge worked was cool. Yeah. Can, like, can I just like so when they jump in there and it's. Um, basically a simulation of daddy delos going through the park like that was really cool to me um like i didn't know what to expect the forge to exactly be like i kind of thought it would be westworld but populated just with people um yeah but it was actually you know the forge is each like it, it simulates each specific person's westworld trips yeah Okay, I think that I think that's yeah. I'm tracking with that. So each person has their own set of loops, basically that they yeah. run them through in the forge. And so yeah. they use that to test to try to get fidelity in the park simulation before they ever get fidelity with a robot. And I thought that was really cool. So do you? I don't think that they said, but do you think that there is anyone? who has reached fidelity in the in the simulator enough to be put into the real world other than than Jim Delos. Um I don't know. They didn't say it. Yeah. Uh there are people that have been in the park a lot more than Jim Delos cuz Jim Delos didn't like the park that much. Right. Um he like talked about how it was stupid and kind of a game that it was fun like to go every once in a while but like like the man in black, for example, would be the guy that you would think he's been in the park a billion times. Yeah, and the the ending of this episode, when we get to that later, uh, you know, would definitely put that in into the, into the realm of question. Yeah, so that's my that's one of my thoughts about Jim Delos and why they could never get a good fidelity on him as a human host because he mm-hmm. didn't come enough. They they couldn't get past some stuff, but maybe that's they played it off as, um, you know sort of his like cornerstone person memory with with logan um but i just kind of also wonder like if they just didn't have enough stuff on him yeah i wonder well and it said too so the person we find that kind of gives us a tour is like logan but he's not really logan he's he's the computer taking the form of logan and being like hey here's a familiar face it'll give you a tour yeah which i thought was a cool it was a cool homage to logan without it was being logan it was. It was a neat um, look at the character. And yeah. so um, he makes the comment that it's actually because they overcomplicated it, like the code, um, that yeah. humans aren't actually as complex as the hosts. They're actually way more simple. They have like a simple code that they live by, and that basically goes into all their decisions. Yeah, I mean, and on one hand, it's like, oh, that's crazy. But on the other hand, like, Humans are really basic in a lot of ways. Like we survive, we exist, we yeah. you know seek food and shelter and pleasure and and you know safety and uh, we'll do pretty much anything to get those things. But ultimately, yep. like our drives are not that difficult. So sure. I thought it was interesting. Also loved the way that they sort of displayed everyone as a book, and yeah. and there was basically it looked like p- p- player piano music for each person. Yeah. Yep. It was really cool. Um, I thought that was neat. And the way they talked about the corner... So everybody has a cornerstone memory, basically. Yeah. Which we knew about the hosts having their cornerstone memory that they gave them. They right. talked about that before. And 
you know, AI Logan said that, like, the people also have a cornerstone memory. And he gave the example of this memory that Daddy Delos had that no matter how many simulations and no matter how he tweaked him, it always came back to that point. Like, he always ended up at that point having that exact moment no matter what he did. Yeah. So, yeah, that that's important. And I think that's going to come back to play in our conversation in a little while when we catch up with the man in black. I think um, so, too. So, so Dolores basically says, I've seen all that I need to see. We're good. They get out of the simulator, in the simulator, and she decides that she's going to flood the forge and that she, you know, cracks the screen like it's going to happen. And uh, she and yes. Bernard kind of get into it. Well, she wants to destroy the whole thing. Right. Um, and destroy all the data and ruin everybody's, like, you know, happy fun time. But Bernard has a problem with that um, for reasons unrelated to the humans that I guess we'll get to in a, in a few minutes. Yeah, so so there's a confrontation there, and uh, Bernard, Dolores starts flooding the forge, and then Bernard shoots her. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Which was like the first time that Bernard has done something that was like, oh, snap. That was Bernard. the most extreme thing he's done for sure in terms of like on his own without yeah. um, Ford making him. Right, and so we realize in the last episode that um, Bernard really did eject Ford from his mind, and the things that he's been experiencing are just a, a sort of ghosting, but they're him. Like, he's doing that. Um, he's, like, thinking of Ford, but he's doing this stuff. And yeah. this, to me, was just the culmination of his ability to do something about his future. Yeah, and so the reason that... Bernard does not want to destroy the Forge is because one thing A.I. Logan showed him was that Bernard actually is the one who created the Valley Beyond. And he created it as a way to save the hosts. Yeah, so what we learned in this episode, which was interesting, is that the the door to the Valley Beyond, all that stuff, and the Forge are not the same thing. No, I thought it was all going to be the same place, but it's not. Right, like the hosts are going to the same place that the humans and Delos, and no, the, the the thing that Ghost Nation is leading people to is the valley beyond and the door to that place, which is called the Sublime. That's what Lisa Joy calls it. So, you know, this, this sort of alternate uh, host world that they can live in and be sort of safe, basically. Yeah, yeah, and so... It's an AI world, and yeah. when they run through the door, basically, it, this is why they all had those virgin brains. It wipes their yes. brains, and it transports their consciousness into this AI world where they can live in peace and be happy. So I loved, okay, this is sort of an aside, but I loved how they introduced this idea to us in, like, episode, I don't know, four, five, where they said, hey, you know, we found all these bodies, but a third of them, their brains are completely new. This is crazy, you know? And we're like, why is this happening? And in one scene, you understand it, when one of the Ghost Nation people runs through the door, which is not a real door, and and then his body falls off a cliff. And you see, like, oh, his consciousness has been uploaded somewhere else. Yeah, you see him keep running. You see his body fall, and at the same time, you see him keep running through the door. And it was really cool. It was a really cool shot. It was an incredible scene, and it felt like... 
if they hadn't put that little spoiler, you know, teaser in the in earlier in the season for us to like think about and talk about, I don't think it would have had the same impact. But because I knew, oh, this is how this is where this came from. It was like so good. It was yeah. so good. That one little so, comment early in the season added so much to that moment. And um, they didn't have to explain it again. No, they didn't. Cool. What I, one of the, one moment I thought was really cool, kind of relating to this. So, so Dolores, if she deletes the forge, she also would destroy the door and like destroy the world and the, all the AI that go into it. And that's why Bernard killed her. But yeah, there was a moment before that that I thought was so cool. So, she stumbles upon the man in black on the way to the forge and recruits yes. him as like uh, some help to help her get there. Mm-hmm. And they show up, and her and the man in black murder some people. So the man in black's just full on murdering people now, like he, actual people. He, he's totally cool with it now. He's just a total horrible. Like he's gone over the overboard. But he and Dolores have a conversation before that where he's he says, you know, we're not so different, you and me. And she's like, oh, we're totally different. But like really, and we talked about this a little last last week. Really, they're not. They're like kind of mirror images at this point. Yeah. Because she's not only, like, hurting the people, she's willing to destroy and kill all the AI that, like, she's talking about needing, those are our people and we need to free them, but she's ready to kill them all. She's ready to erase them. So, you know, we questioned whether, when she changed Teddy, right, what was her objective in all this? And this episode, to me, just confirmed that, like, she was solely focused on what she wanted and nothing else. Yeah, which is... Including killing all of her kind. Which is what the man in black does. Exactly. So they really, mad. they really are like two sides of the same coin almost, you know? It's, it's pretty cool because, you know, they're the two that are connected sort of and bring all of this about in a lot of ways yeah. with William, uh, young William and Dolores. And now they are the ones who are the, um, the ones bringing the destruction in a lot of ways. So, well, it's amazing because yeah. if, if young William doesn't fall in love with Dolores and fall yeah. in love with the park, then he doesn't convince Daddy Detlos to invest all his money into it to start the project where they read the minds of humans, and then none of this yeah. gets set into place. So one thing that they didn't say, and I, and I don't know, and maybe we'll never know, is, like, why, why young William had this idea? Like, why did he want to do this? <laughs> what was his aim? Immortality would be my yeah. guess, because he's he's selfish and he kind of does everything for his own gain. So yeah. I think that it's probably just he sees it as a way to potentially like live forever. Maybe it's like I love Dolores, but I can't be with her forever. And if I could, maybe this would work. Like maybe that's why we're not compatible. Maybe I think I he's know. beyond that. I think he's past yeah. love now. I think it's selfish. True. I think it's more selfish than that. I think at first maybe like. But I think by the time he actually decides to do it, he's he's gone so far into darkness. Darkness, yeah. Yes, he's journeyed so far into night. Yeah. That, uh, so yeah. So Dolores and William both journey all the way into night, and I think they both go into the darkness completely. Except Dolores uh, oh, by the does way. a thing. Yeah. Go ahead. So cool thing is, so William wears like the light cowboy clothes mm-hmm. and stuff, and then. As he finishes his kind of journey into darkness, he's wearing the black hat. She ends the episode wearing the black dress. Oh, yeah. That's good. Yeah. 
Yeah, That's it was just good. another like way that they're kind of mirrored each other. She's wearing like the light dress and the light clothes all the way through this, and then at the end when she's like, "Yeah, it's time to you know, this is our world now." Light dress, but we'll we'll yeah. get to like how she got there later. Exactly. But I just wanted while we were making that parallel. Ah, uh, that's good. See, so, and we also learn about Dolores that she created Bernard. Yes, one thing I thought was awesome: she didn't just create Bernard; she created Arnold. Yeah. She says that she created him, but it was too perfect, and he kept making Dolores kill him. So apparently, yeah. I, th- I think that Arnold's cornerstone memory is getting Dolores to to murder him and so when he mm. kept recreate she she showed like she was like yeah it actually worked it worked too well and you saw her horrid like horrified face as she was shooting him like in the room or whatever and so yeah. she actually did like create Arnold recreate mm-hmm. him faithfully so she could have made an Arnold but he just kept making her kill him so she changed him and made Bernard and made Bernard different on purpose. Yeah. So we questioned, well, we've been questioning this whole time. Is Bernard Arnold? Is he Bernard? Is he the same person? You know, he's just host Arnold, but that's not true. He is his own thing. Yeah. And he is similar to Arnold in most ways, except a few core things that would keep him from actually, well, killing Dolores, but having Dolores kill him. But um, they're not the same person. Yeah, I thought that was really cool that apparently she actually was able to pull off fidelity, though, with a human recreation. Which yeah. So Dolores was, is way more powerful than we ever imagined. Yeah, uh, but so. it, it tells us that it's possible because yeah. earlier in the season it was kind of like, oh, we can't make it work, but Dolores already did a long time ago. Yeah. So that's, that's really point. cool. So, so that's Dolores and Bernard... Oh man, so part, so, partially. So <laughs> part one. When we get to the the door and um, the most what, the most tragic thing. Oh man, Maeve's storyline. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, it was it was kind of perfect. Yeah. But it was so sad and like kind of heartbreaking. Yeah, it was awful. Like her coming to find her daughter, um, and then you know, realizing that she had to stop Clementine, sort of, at least enough for her daughter to get through with her new mom. Ah, and then she... So she had to, yeah, she had to sacrifice herself to save her daughter. And, like, can we talk about, um, Lee Sizemore for a minute? Yeah. So, as Maeve is trying to get there, so Lee, like, at some point has realized just how incredible and special the hosts are. Yeah. Specifically, Maeve. I think he loves her in in a way. Uh, I don't know if I don't think it's like in a romantic way. I think it's just in like right. a um, he has a, a care a, a care for her. And as they're trying to get away, you know, they run into some of the security people, and um, the cowboy guy I can't think his name Hector is gonna like sacrifice himself and give his big speech and Lee takes the gun and says let me do it it's my it's my speech anyway and yeah. so he gets gunned down giving them time to to get away and man like what what a huge shift for him like what a like interesting end for that character from yeah. where we originally met him yeah Lee Sizemore was a terrible human being who was so annoying in season 1 
um, you know, just basically like put out horrible scripts for hosts and, you know, didn't care about his job. And now he is helping a, a host escape and find her daughter. Like he's willing to, he literally died for her. Yeah. It was interesting. It, it was a very, it was kind of an amazing redemption arc for him. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw a few, I think, redemption arcs throughout uh, this episode in a way. Yeah. And that was a big one for him, and I thought it was pretty amazing. Just, it was such a 180 from the character we met in season one. Yeah, I agree. It was it was cool to see him, um, you know, grow and expand his, like, horizon and universe and to care about someone else. That was cool. And then, you know, to 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 give the speech that he wrote for Hector was just, like, perfect. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, um, and he's it was fun because he was overacting it a little bit and playing it mm-hmm. up and yeah, like it was it was pretty cool. It was a really neat end to a like a character who became a lot more complex and interesting than I than I would have thought when we first met him. Yeah, this is a guy who in episode one of season two peed on the map. <laughs> yep, <laughs> and now he's you know in 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 the span of fourteen days basically has gone on this journey with Maeve and has decided that there's more there are more things in life than himself and is actually willing to to die for other well not even people for computers yeah it was really cool yeah it was a really cool story um one one moment just to get there was um the ghost nation chief mm-hmm. man there was a moment where you don't know if he's going to make it through the door and yeah. I was so I was just like I was on the couch just going please make it please make it oh gosh yeah he's like uh, stumbling and he like gets shot as he's falling sh- through but it's like his his chestnut made it so he's good yeah I was and then I was so, and then he and then he walks through the door and kind of like touches his body like like oh, where my bullet holes are gone yeah yeah it was cool I mean. Th- th- the, the sublime thing was really interesting and I didn't quite see that coming in that way like yeah the host, it was cool. the host could be free like that that Bernard created a place for them where they could be fully themselves basically yeah, it was really cool um, so I thought it was crazy how Bernard you know when he exits the forge and he see after he kills Dolores and he sees all the dead people that as a result of Clementine, he yeah. gets really upset because he's like, you basically killed these people for no reason. And they're like, oh, they weren't, they were dangerous. He's like, these people weren't dangerous. They were just walking somewhere. They were not doing anything to harm anyone. And you killed them for no reason. So throughout this season, um, ghost Anthony Hopkins, iCloud Hopkins, whatever his name is, he's been telling Bernard that the humans are bad. Yeah. You know, that they're going to betray you, that they're not going to be good to you. You you cannot change them, and yeah, he that, keeps not believing them. Yeah, he keeps thinking, like, no, it'll be fine, but... And, and Dolores tells him, this, like Bernard this too, that no matter what, they're never going to view you as equal to them. And mm-hmm. he finally, it finally clicks with him when he walks out and sees all those dead people who who weren't able to make it through the door to the valley beyond... And it, it was yeah. it was really because that triggered a big shift. That and, along with yeah. um, 
Charlotte Hell was a terrible person. <laughs> oh man, that in the, the scene, that few minutes of Elsie with Bernard with Charlotte with all that was just so crazy. You know, basically she tells Bernard like, you know, because Bernard's upset that she's teamed up with Charlotte. And he's like, why would you do this? And, I mean, she's like, well, you kind of left me for dead several times, Bernard. You know, like, yeah. what was I supposed to do? Um, you know, and so she freezes Bernard's motor functions, which yeah. to me is just like the ultimate, like, humiliation in some ways. Sure. For robot, you know, like for someone like Bernard who is so who, who's so wise, but then, like, in one moment he's just like, I'll, I'll sit. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's It was crazy because he kept trying to beg Elsie, like, don't trust Charlotte Hill. Just you can't trust Charlotte. Don't right. trust her. And Elsie was because he, like, I yeah. guess Elsie just thinks like, I'm a person and she's a person. Like, like how bad could this possibly yeah. get? Because Bernard has finally realized right before that moment that all of these humans cannot be trusted. Yeah. So. Um, you know, so Elsie, Elsie's like, fine, I'm going to go talk to Charlotte. I'll work something out for you. Um, you know, we'll make this work, right? I'll, I'll try to keep you alive, basically. And she goes to talk to Charlotte and tries to negotiate some stuff and tries to like take the upper hand and all this stuff. Charlotte kind of offers her a way out, which is like, hey, we're going to need some people because a lot of people died here and you're alive. So maybe we can look past some of these things and move forward. And she's like, not, not on board with that unless she gets paid a lot more money basically. And so Charlotte's like, you know what? You're not as uh, mentally flexible as I need you to be. So bam. Yeah. That was heartbreaking because I loved Elsie's character. Yeah. Um, that was one that, you know, to watch her die that way after we, we questioned whether or not she was live several times. Yeah. But to actually finally see it, like, after all this time, happen in such a brutal way. It was it was sad. And it was sad, too, because, like, she's such an important person for the park. Like, she's the best tech, right? Like, she's the best. Yeah. And everyone else is not, not that great. They're not good. And for her to just kind of become so, like, unimportant within a, uh, just a second of, you know hey, you're not going to do the bad stuff I want you to do, so I'll just kill you. Like, it just speaks of how how selfish that, that, like, humans, that all of us can become, that we would just, like, get rid of the most important people to an operation because they're annoying us. Yeah. Yeah, it so, was rough. That was, that was sad, but... Um, um, but that kind of sets... <laughs> Bernard's yeah. awesome arc into motion, though. Right. Um, so that that is in in a lot of ways the turning the the final turning point for Bernard to go and do some other things that he needs to do. So one thing I, I thought was cool is after he sees that happen, so he's his motor functions have been frozen. He just unfreezes them himself. Yeah. After he sees that, it triggers something in him so deeply that he just goes. Okay, no, no freeze all motor functions. I'm I got stuff to do now. Yeah. And without having to be like unfrozen, he he kind of took the same leap that you know Dolores had taken and that Maeve had taken, where those commands aren't working anymore. And so that was really cool to see. Yeah, it was cool to see him. You know, kind of just like do what he needed to do, which was which was take care of stuff and. Um, 
yeah, it was cool. Anything else about uh, about the door, about the sublime, you know, all that kind of stuff before we move to the second half? Um, just, I'm really interested to see what becomes of that. So they transported it um, seemingly to the same place that Dolores and Bernard end up at the end is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's also been transported there, but I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, I... Or it's like on Mars or something. Like it's far away. Yeah. No human can get no to it. No one could ever get to it. Yeah. I'm really interested to see because I don't think we're going to. That's the last we've seen of the Valley yeah. Beyond. I think yeah, that'll Because they come need back. to add more people to it. And you can. And you. And they can add people without the door. Yeah, we did see that happen. Um, so because Dolores put someone in there, a la w- Teddy. Yeah, uh, which was kind of her kind of slight redemption moment is that she freed Teddy from yeah, what she had done to him. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, Dolores's arc is interesting because she went from I'm going to destroy everything to I'm going to um keep the valley beyond the sublime for the hosts to I'm going to put Teddy there as well um because he deserves this basically, you know. Yeah. And then she uh, sends it somewhere else so Delos can't get it. Yeah. So, like, she makes a comment to Merdard when he's like, you know, are you going to destroy them now? She was like, no, I've, you know, I, I changed since, you know, very shortly ago. Yeah, like since uh, 30 seconds ago. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I've, I've learned and changed also. And she sets Teddy free, and that was just, like, a really nice moment, like a, a sort of redemptive moment in a way for her it was interesting because the the biggest difference i think you saw between her arc and the man in black's arc is she had that moment where she took the people she had hurt and she kind of like said you know i've hurt this person i've done terrible things to this person i'm, I'm letting them go whereas mm-hmm. the man in black shot his daughter instead of doing that so at, at, the, at the pivotal moment of potential wokeness for the man in black he just kills everyone yeah where where he could have been like, oh, you know, I've the, I'm I'm known, right? Someone knows me. She has his card, you know, like, and instead yeah. of just accepting reality, he just says, oh, this has to be forward. This has to be a game, and I'll just shoot you. Um, so I, I think Dolores yeah. may have figured out that there is is there can be a balance that yeah. you can get your revenge on all the terrible human beings that did take things to you without punishing other. people innocent people as well yeah Um, we'll see how far that goes but she at least found a slight balance at least when it comes to teddy she at least did it once and she proved the thing that uh ai bot logan who if anyone has watched the show altered carbon i've watched a little bit of it on netflix uh he there is a, a hotel in altered carbon that's an ai hotel and the the hotel has like a a person basically who is like their ai bot guy um which is pretty cool so uh that was it was kind of a cool like i don't know hat tip to that idea of the the computer having a persona um which was pretty cool so anyways um you know he said humans can't change basically there's there are these cornerstone things that happen to them that seal their kind of fate in a lot of ways but dolores changed yeah for a minute she she at least proved that hosts have the ability to change 
Yeah. And I guess maybe even if she was just trying to prove to Bernard that hosts are better than humans, maybe that's all she was trying to do. But she at least did a good thing. Yeah. Um, one more thing about the door before we go, which, um, I lo- again, I love the way that they shot, which was instead of telling you, like, hey, only the host can see the door because it's not a door. It's it's not actually a tear in reality. It's just a computer simulation. Uh the, our two favorite techs that have been riding with Maeve this season are like, what are they talking about? <laughs> it's like, I don't know what door. Like, I don't see do- a door. What door? And I was like, oh, nice. It's not really a door. It's just, it's just a, it's basically like a wireless checkpoint. <laughs> oh, one last thing. Speaking of those yeah. two techs, so Maeve, Maeve dies, yeah. Hector dies, her whole crew dies um, getting Maeve's daughter um, and Ghost Nation through the door. Yeah. And at the end you see like them among the dead bodies piled up and one of the um people in charge, I guess now yeah. cleaning up <laughs> the like, cleanup crew. Yeah, looks to the two techs and says, Go through these bodies, you know, wipe the ones that you need to wipe. If there's anybody worth salvaging, salvage them. Do you think you can handle that? And they're like they look at Maeve and they're like, Yeah, we can handle it. So I think we're not done with Maeve. I think uh, Maeve's yeah. coming back. It was a cool, almost like, what? Oh, snap. Well, because they've had this moment with, they, they've clearly seen that, you know, these people have feelings and emotions and, and don't, you know, just stick to a script. They can have their own thoughts and feelings. So yeah. it was kind of like a nice, like, oh, like he, like, this is the guy that kind of ma- helped Maeve, make Maeve who she is. Yeah. Maybe they're going to bring her back. And so that was pretty cool. I, I hope that happens. Maeve's important. And Maeve's she... A- great character yeah Tanny Newton was great and that character was great and the the dichotomy between her and Dolores this season has been incredible where for for love or quote unquote love you do the things that you you know choose to do and for Dolores that was revenge and destruction and for Maeve it turned out that she saved everyone that she loved and gave herself up for others yeah it was a very opposite. So Dolores was willing to give up anything that got in her way and let it die. Mm-hmm. But Maeve was willing to sacrifice herself. And yeah. they were they were kind of opposites in the way that they grew and evolved. And so it, it, I really hope we get Maeve back. She's a great character. Yeah, she's important to the to the feel of, of Westworld for sure. So uh, that was cool. It was a cool ending. It was cool for the text to kind of... And now those two texts have, like, secret information, you know? Yeah, they do. Like, they, they went from being these, like, lowly, you know, like, lab technicians to um, people who understand these hosts better than almost anyone alive right now. Yeah. So it was pretty cool. Also, speaking of park employees, before we get too far, uh, Stubbs is a host. <laughs> He's definitely a host. Um, I mean, yeah. No, so so now, it well, one thing, I think they kind of told us that he was a host. Now that I look back at it pretty blatantly earlier this season, okay, when they find um, Teresa's dead body, the two people they take in... To like interrogate are Stubbs and Bernard. Yeah. And why would and we know Bernard's a host. So it's kinda to me, maybe it was like clear this whole time that Stubbs is also a host. Why the reason because it didn't seem like there was any reason why they would su- su- suspect Stubbs did it. 
mm-hmm. other than he's yeah. a host and they think, oh, maybe he's lost it too. Maybe he's gone yeah. off the rails as well. That's a good point. Also, did I might be wrong, but I feel like when they were in that room, they're like, hey, look at this door and stuff. Is like, I don't see anything. <laughs> I, I feel like he said that or someone said that, which anytime they say that doesn't doesn't seem right. like anything to me. That's like the trigger for like something that they're that they don't see because their their coding won't let. But them. I, I think I think that was a I think they gave us hints that we mm-hmm. just didn't pay that much attention to. Also, like he just keeps being alive even though he's not good at shooting guns and um, <laughs> yeah. all that stuff, you know. So like Ghost Nation takes him, but it doesn't kill him, you know, all this kind of stuff. So it. Yeah, I, I don't know how long they've been planning this, but it was cool. It was a cool conversation with him and um, new new skinned Dolores, which we should I guess get yeah. to now. So let's just, yeah let's just talk about that. So they take Bernard, Charlotte Hell, and the new guy that shows up. You know after the first failed cleanup attempt, the guy yes. that shows up with phase two take Bernard to the forge. They're, you know, still trying to figure out, like, where's Peter Abernathy, some little little chestnut brain. Yeah. You know, why did they come here? Tell us, Bernard. Tell us, like, what's going on. And so he's he starts saying, like, I, he, I scrambled my memories so that you wouldn't know what I did. And they're like, what'd you do? And he's like, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. And they're like, who are you apologizing to? Are you apologizing to Dolores? And he's like, no, I'm apologizing to you. I did it yeah. to you. Yeah. I, I, he said something like, I killed you. And they're like, you yeah. mean the host? And he's like, no. Yeah, he, he says, I killed <laughs> yeah. them all. And killed them all. he's like, yeah. I killed them all. Because he says that earlier when they asked what happened with yeah. all the bodies in the, the water. He says, I killed them all. And, and so he says it again. And they're like, hey, yeah, you've already said that. And he goes, no, I mean you. I killed all of you. I brought her back. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, back. Man. It, it that, was Dolores. That, it was Dolores. Charlotte Hell says, me, and then shoots them all. And it's like, I'm Dolores. I'm killing y'all. Yeah. It was Which, awesome. So they've been leading us all season to think that someone put their chestnut in Bernard. Yeah. That's what I think. Like he's yep. confused, you know, the the non um, reliable yeah, we, narrator Bernard is because Ford or Teddy or, or Dolores or someone is in his brain, and that's nope. not true. He scrambled his own dang brain, and he brought Dolores back inside of Charlotte. Yeah, and the key is he did it. Like he imagined Ford, mm-hmm. and. It was like, hey, I need you to help me. And he imagined him and pretended. But it was all his plan, his idea. He did it all on his own. Yeah. Like he decided, like, here's something I need to do. And so he makes a Charlotte Hell um, host, puts Dolores' brain in it. Charlotte Hell kills Charlotte Hell. Yeah. And then um, takes her place. And it was just... It caught me so I it was I was so caught off guard. I so, did not expect that for a minute. It was it was so good and you know, we've talked about before and and people on other podcasts have also mentioned like how weird Charlotte acts in this season in the current the the newest timeline, you know, the well, fourteen we, days after. And this we've is talked, why. Yeah, we've talked several times this season about how like the way she would say like right Bernard, like 
what do you think, Bernard? Yeah. And, like, the way she would talk to him, like, it was always so weird the way she talked to him after yeah. he woke up on the beach. Yeah. It wasn't the, like, like she talked to him before. And we thought, oh, she knows he's a host, and she's trying to, like, trigger him. Right. But it turns out, no, it was Dolores. Yeah, it's because she was someone else. <laughs> Pretending <laughs> was, to be someone else. It was crazy. Okay, so, so here's the thing that I'm not exactly sure when, and maybe we can work this out together, is when does uh, Dolores and Charlotte's new body kill Charlotte? Sometime between when he flooded the valley and when he scrambled his brain and woke up on the beach. Yeah. Because... So, after, so, so, but Charlotte, human Charlotte, killed Elsie. Yes, so human Charlotte kills Elsie, and after that happens, Bernard decides, okay, what I need to... Because that's when he brings back, kind of fake brings back Ford. Okay, right. He said, I need you. I need you right And now. so then you see him and Ford putting together the new Charlotte, mm. but it's actually just him. Okay, and so it was after right. that, after she killed Elsie, I, I think that's when he was like, you can't, obviously you can't trust him. Even she'll even kill Elsie. Like, because you know, he's yelling at her, like, um, you killed her. And that was a cool moment. Cause she's like, you, you killed her. And, Dolores goes, did I, Bernard? Because she's like, yeah. I didn't do it. You know who did it. It was the actual Charlotte Hell. And like the way she said, did I, I was like, what's she trying to say? Is she trying to say yeah. Bernard did it? Like yeah. Bernard's remembering wrong? No, it's because she's not Charlotte. She's like, did I, Bernard? No, I didn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was uh, I know. It's like, I want someone to make me a super cut of everything, waking up on the beach and all of that stuff. Yeah. So I can just watch that now that and I so know. After he puts his plan into place and it's all in motion, he goes to the beach. He has like one last conversation with Ford, like fake Ford, and says yeah. like, you know, I need, you know, I asked for you to help me, but really it was me. And he's like, I'm going to have to forget you. I'm going to have to erase you because if they find out what I did, they'll It'll, they'll ruin it all and so that's why he scrambles his brain and that's why he's acting so weird is because he has to scramble his brain because if they just read it and figure out oh he just killed Charlotte Hell using a fake Charlotte Hell then it ruins yeah. his whole plan yeah so after he says goodbye to Ford and he says you know basically like where the sky meets the sea you know maybe one day we'll see each other again blah 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 um, then he scrambles his brain after that and he's already on the beach which makes sense why he would just wake up Yep. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. He scrambles his brain, he just lays down in the sand, and then he wakes up probably a couple hours later. Yeah. But he's just um, groggy because his brain is now scrambled. I wonder if Dolores, Charlotte, Charloris knows that Bernard scrambled his brain. I don't... Well, she keeps... Remember that they keep trying to question him, and she keeps saying, you're wasting your time, he doesn't know anything. Yeah. So I think she does. Because yeah. when, they, when they're yeah. interrogating him, and, and like, when they're like fake waterboarding him and stuff, like she's, she keeps going, you're wasting your time, he doesn't know anything. Even when they get to the forge, and they're like, tell us, like, tell us what you know, she goes, you're wasting your time, he doesn't know anything. Yeah. 
So I think that she knew that that was what's going on. I think she was in on the plan. Yeah. I just need to, I need to go back. I want to go back and watch it again and, and look at all those oddities. She even, she even makes a comment, like, after she kills everybody, except for Bernard, is like, I appreciate you bringing my, me back, but hey, if you didn't kill me, we wouldn't have had to do all this in the first place. <laughs> That was a great line. Yeah, it, it was, was like so cool. it was like really heroic plan, except that part where you were brave and shot me. It's like, oh yeah, good point. If you didn't do that, none of this would have been necessary. But, Thanks, jerk. But she, but he did, but that did need to happen ultimately. It did. They were, they her plan would have worked. The island. She yeah. was not going to be able to gun everyone down on her way out. There's right. just no way. But what Bernard did was the most calculated and genius thing, which was make her Charlotte Hale. She it can was, get off. Okay, no problem. so she leaves yeah. the island with a bag full of chestnuts, which is how we find out that uh, um, Stubbs is a host because mm-hmm. they're, you know, they're checking him on, scanning him, and making sure, and he's like, she's good, wave her through, after he has a really cool conversation with her where he's basically like, you know that I'm, you know, Ford asked me with, with here, it was, I'm in charge of the host while they're here. Yeah. See you later. And so, yeah. see ya. And it was, like, a very, like, intentional, like, I know you're a host. I know what's going on here. I'm also a host. See ya. It was yeah. really, it was a cool conversation. It was such a cool moment. It was cool. But, um, and and she, um, in the easiest fashion, gets on a boat because she's Charlotte Hale. Yep. With and a, just takes off. And she has a a bag full, a fist full of chestnuts. She's ready Uh, to go. Um, so Ford made them a place to hide out after they escaped. It's um, Arnold's old house. Like he finished (sighs) Arnold's house, and that's where they are. So they go to. It was so cool. It was so cool. She builds a new Bernard, sticks his brain in him. They have a conversation, which was awesome where she's like we're together in this and I'm going to try to basically take over the world and you're going to try to stop me and yeah. that's how it's going to be and it was just so matter of factly and then she walks away in her Dolores body by the way yeah. wearing her bla- wearing the black dress and behind her is Charlotte Hell who is in Charlotte Hell I know I don't know um do you have any theories I have some theories. I want okay. Tell me your theory. I want to know what you think. Um, potentially, I think maybe the uh, I can't remember her name. The host that greets young William oh, when Angela? he first arrived. Angela. I think Angela might be one. She was remember she was part of yes. Dolores' regime and a very like important part of the regime. She's been think, an important part of Westworld too. So and and that would fit. I think personality wise, that would work. Um, if she's going to go undercover as Charlotte Hale, mm-hmm. I think personality-wise it makes sense. So I could, it could be Angela. Um, it could be so somebody completely new. But it's it's clearly one of the chestnuts. She had a... a and now it appears because she cut out Teddy's because mm-hmm. she put Teddy in the Valley Beyond. So it does appear that she was like taking the chestnuts of her murdered comrades with her. Right. So I think I, that's my thought. Is I, My first thought was I bet it's Angela. I like that. That makes sense. Angela has been a 
um, a behind-the-scenes important character. She's been all over, you know, both seasons. Also, she also Angela... Yeah, go ahead. She also knows so much about the park and how it came to be Yeah, that she could definitely fake being Charlotte Hell. Well, that's... I was going to say, like, she was there... She was the one who pitched Westworld to Logan, right, in, in the city. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and Dolores watches her do all that, so... And was she one of the, like... Was... I, I don't remember in season one, Charlotte Hell we find out likes to take some of the hosts back to her room and just have her way with them, and I think Angela right. was one of them. Oh yeah, um, okay. And I'd have to go back and check for sure, but if that's yeah. the case, then she also knows how she acts in her private time. Oh yeah. So she could definitely fake. Yeah, she could definitely fake being Charlotte Hell. I think I think that one would make sense. Okay, I like that. Yeah, I'm honestly I'm not sure because so many important like first tier characters are uh, dead or in the yeah. valley beyond you know yep. so it's like like uh it's not clementine you know it's definitely it's not, not teddy. it's not mave it's not a teddy um did she bring her dad with her i don't know does she care about him anymore <laughs> i think they had to use his brain to send the signal oh yeah that's right but I don't know if they were able to recover it or not. But maybe, maybe that's one. Yeah. But it was. It it is. It's really. It'd be really interesting to find out. But that's kind of my, my theory is Angela. Okay, I like it. I honestly, I don't know. So, but I can. I I like that. I am gonna co-sign on that because that's good. All um, right. So so they're in the future. I love that they're in Bernard's house. So cool. Also, cool. um, that machine that's over there, just maybe was one that came from his basement <laughs> yeah or one like it like yep. why was he making a host in his basement maybe he was making one of them right yeah was he making yep. um he probably made dolores and shipped her to the house and or bernard or bernard yeah yeah either way so yeah for sure it was it was cool um there's one more thing we need to talk about all right, let's go there. Let's do it. The Man in Black, post credit scene. What Gosh. are your so? What's your theory? What's your theory? What uh, do you think? Okay, so I have I have two I have two thoughts. One is that basically the last episode or so of this has all was all not real, like in this timeline, and it was part of a, a loop that he's on for fidelity. The whole, like, um, taking his daughter, getting his hand blown off by the gun, all of that. Um, you know, killing his daughter, all that all that jazz is all part of this loop. Um, uh, this test for fidelity that he's on, and it's in the future. Yep. Or, after he doesn't... After he goes to the Valley Beyond that time, sort of with that... In that timeline with Bernard and Dolores, that he just dies there because he blew his hand off and he died. You know, in the flood, so, basically. Well, you see when Dolores as Charlotte Hill, when Charlotte is leaving the park, um, she's talking about, like, some good people died, and she sees Maeve, and she goes, and some of the worst survived, and she looks over and sees the man in black. Oh. Okay. So he, and, and they were talking to Stubbs, and they're like, hey, we need you to come over here. We've got one who's in really bad shape, and it was the man in black. Oh, that was him. Yeah. Oh, okay. And so, so he didn't die. So I don't think he died. So what I think is 
Okay. I think that I do. I agree with you. I think that when he's cutting open his arm and stuff, I think yeah. he is on his loop for fidelity. Yeah. And I think that they kind of, when he is there, I think it is his loop for fidelity. But I think all of that actually happened because yeah. when Charlotte Hell Dolores is leaving the park, she also sees William's dead daughter among the people. Yeah. And so I think that all really happens because they talked about, you know, when you put them on the loop and you're trying to get fidelity in the park, you need them to, like, do the thing they would do exactly how they do it before you can test for fidelity outside the park. Yeah. And so I think that that is his loop, and I think him killing his daughter is his cornerstone memory. Yeah, I agree. And And so, so... yeah, do we see the the first time that happens, or do we see the simula like? Well, it's not a simulation; it's a loop. But do we see the loop version of that, basically? Yeah, I think that when Dolores and Bernard get on the elevator, that gets us back to what actually is happening. Yeah, and that when the man in black gets on the elevator, he's in his loop. He's in, he's in his loop, but I don't think he ever actually got on the elevator. Mm-hmm. I think that what happens because when Bernard when the elevator gets to the bottom he, the man in black's not on it and right. Bernard gets on it and goes back up so I think the man in black blacks out I think when they come and they kill all the hosts and Charlotte Hell and her crew arrive they find the man in black and they take him back okay um so so he never gets to go to the forge in I don't think he ever makes it glory. I, I don't think he ever actually makes it down there. I think that him getting... That's the end of his... Because he blacked out at that point. So that's yeah. the end of his fidelity in the park. Because I don't think anything else happens to him in the park. So instead, he gets up. He gets on the elevator. He goes down. There's the apartment. There's his fake daughter. Now we have to test for fidelity. Yeah. Um, so I do think all that actually happened to him. But I yeah. think after he blacked out... Um, when he shot his hand off, I don't think he ever actually gets back up. I think everything after that is a simulation. And gotcha. It's, it's a simulation of everything he just did up to that point. So yeah. I don't know how far in the future it is. I'm assuming it's pretty far, though, because they've said they've tested a lot of times. It's like thousands of times. Yeah, thousands of times. So, And the, the forge, you know, or wherever they're... I think it's in the forge, you know, in that room at least... It looks all dusty, and it's it, there's no water in there. You know, it's yeah, it's completely like kind of like a wasteland in some ways. So it's ah, oh, it was a it was great, it was yep, so great. So, so I don't think the man in black was a was a host. No, at any point. No, I think that that was his loop after he dies to test for fidelity. And I don't know if he dies, like, I don't know if he dies and doesn't make it off the park or if he dies later down the road. Yeah. Um, I, but I don't I don't know that he lasted very long, I guess. I'll put it that way. I think... Yeah. That's my question is, like, if he doesn't die there, maybe he goes to a hospital or facility and they decide to do this, you know? Like... Yeah. Because also, like, only people in the park know that he's a terrible person. Yeah, outside the park, everybody thinks he's awesome. Yeah, he's he's the most generous man in the world. So, yeah, it's an interesting... I, ho- I hope they, at some point, come back to that. And I think they will. Yeah, It was It was cool. 
it was but, yeah. it was a neat way to end it for him. I do ag- I do agree that he's not a host, um, and that him cutting in his arm was useless because he's not a host. Yeah, I think it was cool. Then Dolores rises up and she she says like, "I see that you're beginning to question the nature of your reality." <laughs> yeah. I thought that was so cool. Yes, there were so many great quotes in this episode of thing you know, kind of little Easter egg quotes like that, which is just again so good, so good. But I I love the ending. I love the post credit. Uh, I thought it was a cool way to sort of pull together the Man in Black yeah scenario. It, I was so happy with the way it tied up all the huge questions that we had left. Um, you know, obviously there are now more questions still, but it it was refreshing that it didn't give you all these huge questions in episode one and then go, mm-hmm. I guess you'll find out next season. Like, it answered yeah. basically all the questions that it posed in episode one. In a lot um, of ways, this show could end right now. And it would be it's okay. Ju- it's just like season one. Season one yeah. could have ended and the show could have never come back and I would have been happy with it mm-hmm. um, because the questions you now have are these ambiguous questions about the future. Yeah. They're not questions about what's happened to this point. Like they, they really tied up a lot of those like big hanging loose ends. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, you in, you in season one going what would happen if robots had an uprising? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, in a park that we control, what if we lost control? And you ended season two saying, what would happen if robots infiltrated our world? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Which, started an uprising. <laughs> so while we're saying that, like, yeah. what do you want, what do you hope to see in season three? So I want to see um, what, I want to see, well, first of all, I want to see what the world is like. Because they really haven't shown us what this world is in a no. lot of ways, you know. And like they show the the house, and then they show Bernard leaving, and they don't show the outside. Yeah, yep. <laughs> it's just the door that closes, which was fun. He walks through the door into the real world, maybe for the first time. Um, so yeah, I want I want to see what the world is like. I want to see what people are like now, and I want to see. Um, what Dolores's plan is because I feel like what she initially thinks and what is true are going to be different. Yeah. I'm excited to see like, is it going to be like a situation where it's like this kind of underground, like group of, of hosts, like going out and trying to figure out the world. Yeah. Are they going to be like hiding and trying to like not let themselves be known? Um, yeah. It's going to be really cool. I'm also interested to see if they take, like, a step, if they're able to, like, figure out, like, crack fidelity with the man in black and, like, start a whole thing where they're like, oh, now we have, like, these immortal people. And if that becomes a thing and it's like, well, how are the, like, it'd be really cool if they get to a point where there are debates on, like, well, how is that different from the host? Like, Mm -hmm. just because they were a person before, well, now they're a robot does that make them more valuable or more of a person than one of the hosts who was never like a human being before? Sure. And I think that could be a really interesting question if they decide to go that way. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, I, I also wonder, you know, so Westworld is based off of a movie from Michael Crichton called Westworld, um, you know, and then there's also a sequel to Westworld called Future World, um, where hosts go into the world and they take over prominent leaders in governments and authorities as hosts. So I wonder if, if there's anything in that movie 
uh, that will come into play in season three. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd so be a cool thing. We should probably watch that movie. That'd be a good thing to do. Yeah, maybe we can watch um, the movies between the seasons, which I assume will be in the next year and a half. It'll be a while. We got plenty of time. So, yeah, yeah but we should watch Future World. Um, and maybe, I don't know, maybe there'll be some fun, like, Easter eggs in there. Sure. That, that might point towards something. But ultimately, I thought this season was really, really good. Yeah, and especially, like, to me, the finale put it over the top. The way it tied everything back together, to me, put it put it over the top for being a great yeah. season. Yeah, I, I'm not disappointed, really, in anything. There wasn't anything that just, like, made me super angry. And they answered all the questions that I asked them to. So, I can't complain. Same. Yeah. So... Okay, let's let's as we wrap up here, let's let's consider season one and season two. Um, which one did you like better? How do you feel about the way that they moved the story along? Like, what's your overall thoughts of the first twenty two oh, hours of Westworld? Okay, so season one, I thought was cool because it was it was so different as a show than anything yeah. I've really seen. Um, the the way they set it up and and had the storylines, I thought it was really awesome, and I might have liked season two better. I feel the same way. Season one was the most was had a bunch of the whole like what that's crazy alternate timelines, but season two has been like the coolest like wild ride. Yeah, sure. I, I, to me, I think the promise that the end of season two sets up um, for what could happen next with Dolores and Bernard now in the world and seemingly going to be like working against each other but with each other but against each other and to me the what it promises for the future is so much more interesting and neat than anything else the, the yeah. end of season one was awesome, but they were still in the park. And yeah. the end of season two opens up a whole infinite world of possibilities. And yeah. to me, that makes it so much like like that. The way it got from, you know, season one starts in the park and ends in the park. The way yeah. that season two got out of the park was so cool and interesting. And yeah. a lot of what happened in season one at the end, a lot of the twists, by the time they happened you kind of felt like they were going to happen. You kind of knew what was going on. The twist in season two with Charlotte Hell was, I didn't expect it at all. And it caught me off guard and it surprised me. Yeah. And even though you, I started to figure out some of it, I didn't figure out all of it. And so to, for that, I think I like season two better. Yeah, I agree. I feel the same way. I love what they did. I love how they got us off the park in, in just the best way. And kudos to everybody who made this show possible because they're amazing. And so, the acting, the acting yeah, is always great in that all, show. All, all of it's so good. So, man, we hope that you all have enjoyed Westworld. I know that I it's it's my favorite show right now on TV for sure. So, oh, what a ride! Yep. I can't believe uh, it's over. <laughs> I don't know. It's gonna be. There's a. There's definitely a a hole to leave behind. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think we need to shut the book on season two of Westworld. Um, and we'll, we'll come back. We'll be back. <sighs> but in the meantime, John, what are, what's, what's the next show that we're going to have out for people? Uh, we have been watching 
season one of The Leftovers. Yes. So we're going to walk through that in two podcasts. So we're going to do half the season in one, half the season in another. So if you want to watch The Leftovers, um, it's a really great show. You totally should watch it. And, it's a very uh, it's a very bingeable show. It's yeah. really easy to sit down and watch a bunch of episodes at a time. It is it is not like Westworld, but it is weird. <laughs> so you know, yes, there you for go. sure, it's worth it though. So worth it. So yeah, that's that's it, and uh, we hope that you like this. And if you want to engage with us, you totally can on Twitter or Instagram at Watch This underscore Pod, or you can send us an email to podcast watch this at gmail.com yeah and you know if, if you've enjoyed listening to talk about Westworld you want to listen to something else now you can't wait for the leftovers it's too far away it's a whole week um, we did talk about the wire season one go back That's uh, right. watch the wire listen to us talk about it That's um, right. and just uh, thanks for listening make sure yeah. to subscribe uh, give us a, a rating give us a review let us know how we're doing um, and thanks for listening. Yeah, and if you have any shows that you want us to watch, tell us, and maybe we'll watch them. So there you go. Well, thanks for riding along for Westworld, and we'll see you next time for The Leftovers, Season 1. It's going to be great. Bye, everybody.